The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them. And the voice, and from the cloud a voice said, This is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. But when the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, Tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus who is the Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day, for all you have given to us and for the gift of your Son. Be with us and guide us and help us to know of your love in our lives and send us out into your world. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. We all have had a mountaintop experience of some sort, I would think probably at some point in time in your life. You know, can you imagine Peter, James, and John going up with Jesus to Mount Tabor for, and then the transfiguration happening? And I was trying to think about other kinds of mountaintop experiences that, that maybe we've experienced or that I've experienced. And I remember, I, I started laughing actually, because uh, I remembered a story of a time when oh, our children were probably six and four, and we flew out to visit friends in Red Lodge, Montana. Now, Red Lodge is this little town, and as you go out of the town, it's, it's the last town where they put the snow gates down so you can't go up the highway anymore in the wintertime. So it's, you know, it's one of those towns that gets lots of snow. And we were going to go on a hike in the mountains, and Bart, the pastor friend of mine, a member of his congregation, they owned llamas. And they actually rented their llamas out and took their llamas. And, and the llamas would be pack animals and, and, and would also protect the people who were going out on these hikes. I mean, and so he said, hey, I've got a new llama that needs to be trained because llamas just don't cross water by themselves. They have to be taught to cross the water. And he goes, we'll take the llamas up and we'll go for a hike. And so we left one morning and we went up to the Beartooth Pass. Now, Red Lodge, Montana is at an elevation of about 5,500 feet. The Beartooth Pass is about 10 feet shy of 11,000. 
And it was about a 20-minute drive or so from their house to where we were getting out to walk. And so there was a significant elevation change, and we were all excited, and we got these llamas out, and we started going for a walk. And it was just like leading a horse or, or whatever. We are going for these walks, and we helped this llama get across the water. And I started feeling a little queasy. I didn't know what was going on. Then all of a sudden, my head was starting to hurt, and, and the guy goes, well, you have altitude sickness. And I'm like, what's that? I had never heard of altitude sickness. He goes, well, let's just sit. So we sat down, and we ate something. Now, think about, though, Peter, James, and John on the mountain with Jesus. And Jesus is transfigured and he is shining bright. His clothes are dazzling white. And they see the, they see the all-stars of Judaism, right? They see Elijah and Moses. And Peter doesn't want to leave. Let's, it's good that we're here, Lord. Let's build three dwelling places. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. The disciples were good. They, it was beautiful. Why would they want to leave this incredible place, this incredible experience? And then a bright cloud overshadowed them. Now, we all have been in really dense fog at some point or time. And I don't know why, but I, I have this feeling that when God speaks from a cloud, it's a big, booming voice. There's nothing in Scripture that says that, but that's just what I think, Right? And, and so God says what? This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Now, it's not the first time we've heard those words in the Gospel of Matthew when the heavens were opened up after John the Baptist had baptized Jesus and the Spirit descended like a dove. We hear the same words of God proclaiming Jesus as his beloved son. And here in a little bit, we're going to have a bat two baptisms where we're going to not only hear that we are washed in the water and word, but where we are cleansed by the Holy Spirit. And we die and bury with Jesus. And our lights, just like the brightness of Jesus, let your light so shine before others that they will see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Words that we hear at our baptism services, right? Words that mean something to us. An, an exciting time where we want to stay and we could just keep that moment forever, right? And the transfiguration has this amazing connection, though, to, to the crucifixion. Think about some of these parallels. You know, Jesus went up a mountain. In the crucifixion, he was lifted up on a cross. On the transfiguration, there was a private epiphany, if you will, for Peter, James, and John. But there was this pub public mocking of Jesus. Jesus' clothes were dazzling white, and they stripped his clothes and sold them cast lots for them and, and hung him. Elijah and Moses appeared, two, 
two saints. And there beside Jesus were two criminals, one on his right and one on his left. God proclaimed Jesus as his beloved son. And from the cross, Jesus says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The disciples laid on the ground in fear. And Mary stood outside in fear, weeping outside the tomb, wondering where the body had gone. And so, just like when, Mary, when Jesus says to Mary her name, and she knows it's the Lord, Jesus touches the disciples and, he's, and says, Get up, do not be afraid. For we need to leave. We need to go down. Because we are going down so I can continue my journey to the cross. We're going down so we can continue to share the, the love of God. And that's what you and I are called to do. You see, as good as it is to be on the mountaintop and have those great experiences and want to stay there, that's not where our salvation comes. That salvific act comes from Jesus dying on the cross and being raised from the dead, giving us the promise and the gift of new life. It's not that mountaintop experience. It's down in the, the death and burial of Jesus that we are forgiven. And so we are called to go to go into God's world, to share the good news of God, to, to go about the things that God would have us do so others will come to know of the promise and gift of God through Jesus. As for me on that mountain, what I needed was to get off the mountain. I needed to get down to an altitude where the air was not so thin, where I could breathe a little bit calmer, I could have a little bit more going on in my life, so I could get rid of the headache and get rid of the queasy tummy. And that's what we have to do, isn't it? We'd love to stay in this mountaintop experience. We'd love to be here in God's house always and just be here. But we have to go. We have to get out of here. We have to go down and get into the world. Get our hands dirty, if you will, to proclaim the goodness of God. Because that is what God has set before us. That's what we as children of God are called to do. As children who have been cleansed and washed in the waters of baptism, who have been fed at God's table, that's what we are called to do. To be out. And so I invite you. I encourage you. Let's leave our mountaintop. Let's go. Let's get out of here and do the work that God has given to us. Do not be afraid. Because Jesus is always with you. Amen.